0: welcome to the sorority nutritionist podcast i'm your host registered dietitian and weight loss bff lauren hubert each week we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way sexy freaking fit babes welcome back ladies to another episode it's your girl lauren hubert registered dietitian and today we're not just talking about the science of nutrition We're talking about your darn relationship with food, because if there's one thing I know for certain as a dietitian, it's that you can know calories, you can know macros, you can know meal timings, you can know completely everything and anything around the science of nutrition for fat loss. You can know what you need to do. But if you have a messed up relationship with food, if you are viewing your goals as something so rigid and it's causing you to try to follow it so closely and so hardly, but then it blows up in your face and you can't stick to it long-term for the results to even happen, or you get the results, but you find yourself constantly rebounding, gaining that weight back, stuck in this vicious diet cycle, I get it. I was actually you before becoming a dietitian. I struggled with my relationship with food, and it was because of the diets I went on. Women aren't just intrinsically born with a shitty-ass relationship with food. Yes, we are going, ladies. It's something we are taught. Just as we're taught restrictive dieting, we're taught how to have a shitty relationship with food, we're taught how to be so rigid in how we approach dieting and being our healthiest and fittest self. At the same time, we can also teach ourselves how to overcome this by learning how to eat again, learning what does it mean for a food to be good or bad, and really learning learn what actually matters for our goals. That's why in today's episode, we're talking about how to not only foster a good relationship with food, but how to have a great relationship with your body, with your weight, as you are losing weight. And for many women, you will want to really focus on this potentially even before you track your calories. That being said, ladies, I have a secret for you. I have a secret that I've been holding on to literally almost a year in the making, and it is this. Today, we are officially announcing for the first time ever a brand new free webinar that I have created to help women who are struggling to lose weight. They feel like they're doing everything right, or maybe you have no idea what to do at all when you are stuck and you just desperately want to know what you need to do. But every time you attempt to eat healthy, you attempt to do the right things, nothing works. I get a girlfriend. So literally this webinar, the title of it is the three steps to losing weight when nothing has ever worked before. So in addition to listening to this podcast episode, and of course, leaving a rating and review because that means the world to me. And I appreciate it. Ladies also shout out to so many of the women who already have done that. I appreciate you so much. But in addition to listening to this episode, guys, be sure to check the show notes below so you can get the direct link to sign up for the webinar which is literally going to not only jumpstart your weight loss goals, but will actually tell you the exact steps you can start taking to address why your weight loss is a hot mess, and most importantly, begin on the right path to seeing meaningful and lasting weight loss so you can stop fighting your body and instead feel hot and healthy in your body. So let's dive in. I don't know who needs to hear this, but, This conversation is so important because truly, if there's one thing I hope you take from today's episode, it's the fact that if you are so distorted in what you view as healthy, in your relationship with food, and you're so strict in your relationship, not just to food, but that your relationship to the goal of weight loss in the first place is not in a healthy, positive place, it can really not just hold you back, but can honestly sometimes make problems worse. And I know i opened up this conversation around the relationship to food and we're going to talk about your relationship to food because it's important and I want to make sure we're going in the right direction for your goals, so you can address how you view food and really unpack what is actually healthy versus not healthy and how you can use this knowledge to help you have a diet that isn't restrictive, but of course emphasizes the good for you foods that are important for your metabolism. That being said, when you're in a weight loss journey and you struggle with your relationship with food. What I see so often for women is they are using food or viewing food rather as just a vehicle to get to their goals. And they have such a restrictive mindset around what it takes to achieve their goals. They're viewing food as almost like what's holding them back and that's in the way. Because oftentimes the food that they want to have, they're not allowed to have it and they're forcing themselves to eat in a certain way that they quote unquote believe or have quote unquote been told is healthy or good for them or is what they need to do but so often in my experience it's not only the relationship to the changes in the habits and the food that is really disrupted and honestly needs to change but it's also your relationship to the whole idea of weight loss in the first place so often women are told that chicken broccoli eat that every meal like the amount of women that i have worked with that have been told to just eat chicken and veggies every single meal and just make sure not only chicken, like I'm not talking about disarray chicken. I'm talking plain boiled chicken. I'm not even putting any sort of seasoning, any sort of marinade. I'm talking nothing on top of this chicken. I mean, ladies, I'm cringing for you. Like it it is no shit that you have a shitty relationship with food. It is no shit that you have a shitty relationship with the idea of weight loss because it isn't fun. It isn't enjoyable. And the tough part for me to explain to so many women is For some women, when I teach them what it actually takes and the habits and behaviors that need to change, for some women, especially if you've taken the why is your weight loss a hot mess quiz, and I'll put it in the show notes, for many of my clients that are business women, they honestly can get their plan and also basic betches are the same way too. And next week we have an amazing client from the membership coming on to share her story. She's a basic bitch, by the way, but I will put it in the show notes below for you ladies. However, Those types of clients, you oftentimes just need a plan and focus on like the exact things you need to do. And those clients really thrive. They lose one, two pounds a week. They're consistently losing weight almost every week. Their journey is a lot more straightforward where a lot of times, and especially more recently with many of my clients and women in the membership. I see many women that are gossip girls that actually really struggle with their relationship with food and they struggle with it, not just because their expectations of progress are really skewed, but they have a hard time understanding what type of hard your journey should be, because obviously changing your habits can be difficult. And I would argue at times should be difficult. You have to earn the right for weight loss to become easier to become more effortless for this lifestyle to feel like a part of you. But when you're so skewed in terms of your relationship with food, it's really hard to understand what is the good hard versus the bad hard. And I find for so many women, they view weight loss as so incredibly hard, especially when you're a gossip girl and you're getting in your head because you're making it harder by following different food rules and honestly overthinking so much and it's not as simple as just don't overthink anymore but your relationship to your goals and your relationship with food is so messed up that it really makes it hard to even hear feedback on what you should do because you know what you're doing right now isn't working you might be trying to eat chicken and broccoli every single meal and cutting out carbs and eating every meal at home And really focusing on a calorie number and really, really focusing on it. But you're kind of closed off sometimes I find with many women to hopefully I'm calling you out, but it's tough for you to really sometimes accept feedback on some of your food choices and understand that, you know, if you're not where you want to be, that does mean things need to tweak and change. And sometimes that also means doing things that feel uncomfortable. And I totally understand when you've been screwed over from different diets and different approaches and different programs, when I'm coming in hot, obviously as an expert and dietitian, you can trust me, but I know sometimes there's this little voice in the back of your head that's doubting you and doubting everything that you're doing. When I'm like, okay, I want you to start to eat some more carbs or, you know, I want you to include veggies on your plate. And that's why you have to understand why your weight loss is a hot mess for some women, you know, damn well, you're not eating enough fruits and veggies in color, where for other women you're hitting calories and you think you're doing everything right, but obviously your portion sizes are off. If week after week after week, you're not seeing the weight loss, you're not seeing visible body progress. So I share all this because part of getting your relationship with food in a good place is also getting your relationship to the work and the habits and weight loss in a better place too. And if I was to sum it up, the three things that I think really need to happen before we address the food piece is understanding these three things. First and foremost, if you are not where you want to be you have to adopt a mindset and a way of thinking that isn't I'm doing everything right. I'm just unlucky. I'm just, you know, fucked up. I'm just, you know, in, in a more difficult situation than others. It's actually being really selfish and focusing on if I'm not where I want to be, that is proof that there is more things that I can tweak and change because nothing is unsolvable adopting that mindset. And the quicker you adopt that mindset, the quicker you will get to your goals. Number two, Instead of focusing on just the goal of weight loss, if you can treat the habits and changes you are making to the way you're eating and the way you're exercising as a formula and a series of steps to get to you where you want to be, it's a lot more positive and it helps you foster a great relationship with food because this isn't following a diet and a meal plan. This is actually trying to be really strategic and it's understanding that weight loss doesn't happen by chance. It happens by choice and it happens through specific strategies and choices that you make with your habits. And number three, a huge piece of what will help you foster a good relationship with food. And especially with your goals is not viewing weight loss as restriction and fighting cravings and doing something just for the result to come down tomorrow. It's really thinking about the body and the person and the composition but also the human being, the amazing woman that you want to be. It's not about doing something short-term for that short-term gratification of tomorrow, but it's really investing in yourself in the bigger picture of the woman that you want to become. And that means how she wants to view food and her relationship to food, and how she effortlessly, which sometimes isn't so effortlessly, right? It does take effort, but how she effortlessly gets to the point where this stuff feels easy, We want to embody that as we're losing weight and our choices have to be aligned with this woman that we want to become. And it's not about doing something out of spite, out of fear, out of, you know, just trying to put a bandaid on, on the wound that's bleeding. We want to actually get to the root of what's going on, which takes more time. It's not a quick fix. And that's why you have to buy into the fact that this isn't a fad diet and a quick fix. But it's actually understanding why you're doing what you're doing and it's actually embodying the woman that you want to become in addition ladies you know a lot of women ask me can you lose weight and actually have a good relationship with food which was honestly the title of this episode so we're bringing it back to basic bitches and it is true you can lose weight and you don't have to be obsessive about how much you weigh what you look like and your food choices but I know when you are really stuck in this diet cycle, when you're constantly focusing on what you're eating, when you're eating, you're tracking your calories, you feel like you're like, throwing yourself into food, it can become really, really overwhelming. Plus, if you pair that with the type of personality you may have, where maybe you get very emotional about your progress because it is such an emotional topic, you want to see the scale go down because it's going to make you feel better. And you want to feel better because you feel like you're holding back on doing the things that you love because you don't like how you look and you don't like how you look because your body is at a heavier weight than where you were before. And you're not liking the heavier weight than where you were before because you don't want to wear the clothes that you used to wear because now they're too tight and they don't fit you or you don't feel confident and comfortable in them. And you don't feel confident and comfortable in them because you feel like you're exposing yourself. You don't like how you feel. And when you don't like how you feel, I mean, girl, that's the root of this. When you don't like the way that you look and feel and it's holding you back from living your life and it makes you really insecure You can't show up as the confident, successful woman that you want to be. So it makes sense that you're emotional about your progress. It makes sense that you're so hyper-focused on what you can do to change your circumstance because you're pouring yourself into hopefully the solution. But when you're so focused on a goal and you're so obsessive over it, There's this fine balance, and we even see this in sports. Fun fact, during my master's degree, as many of you ladies know, I had a ton of experience that I'm so thankful for in the sports nutrition eating disorder world. And during that time, I actually learned with sports psychology how there's like a spectrum to being stressed and focused, right? So... You should be somewhat stressed because it's bad if you're not stressed at all about the result. For instance, you're going into a game, you're not stressed at all about it. You're not going to prepare as well. But then if you're so stressed on like game day and you're nervous and jittery and like you're too stressed and you're like going to fumble the ball, you're going to you know, totally feel like you're messing up. Like you can't show up and like feel good. I'm sure you guys call them there if you have played sports before. That's also not good. So there's a sweet spot where you have to be stressed enough so you're focused, but not overstressed where it's actually holding you back from thinking clearly, from executing what you need to do clearly. And that is exactly what happens for women who are losing weight. So I want to share some strategies if you're struggling with hyper focusing on food, hyper focusing on your diet and hyper focusing on calories and your weight loss. So instead of being so focused on these things, you can shift your focus into a more positive headspace. And one of those things I really am thinking about is really your habits so all of the strategies i'm going to give you are related to habits actually so when i have clients that are so focused on calories one of the first things i like them to take a step back from when they're working so hard but they feel like it's not working is thinking about their meal timings so instead of thinking of you know how many calories and just so focusing on your numbers if we can actually take a step back and think about a day of eating as a whole and think of the balance and how you're distributing your calories and what balanced meals look like even before you track a damn calorie that can really help you develop and reinforce a positive relationship to food because it's focusing on your habits and girl you gotta eat every day but it also is really helpful to think about the bigger picture and on that note too what is also a really helpful strategy is not just focusing so much on the day-to-day. And I see this a lot with weigh-ins, but especially with food choices. So often women focus on one day of eating and, or maybe they focus on two days right back to back. But what actually would be more helpful is not just focusing on the day-to-day, but actually the bigger picture. Now, of course, one day, one meal at a time, when weight loss is overwhelming is such a great mindset to develop. But for many women, they're so hyper-focused on one day, expecting a result tomorrow, expecting the scale of change tomorrow expecting, you know, that they put in all this work, boom, they, they have a day, They, they deserve that progress. When in reality, they need me to remind them and reinforce that it's your habits over time. So that's why weekly averages can actually be so powerful. And that's one of the really big strategies I use with my clients and not just focusing on one week, but it's comparison of weeks. Because that way too, if you know you have a day where maybe you went over your budget or you snacked a lot because you didn't sit down and have balanced meals or you didn't prepare in advance. So you were eating on the go and you made some good choices, but some, some of them weren't, weren't the most ideal choices, knowing what you know about food. These things can really help you take a step back and realize one day, one way, and doesn't define anything on your journey. It's the trend over time in your habits and your weight that matters most. And of course we have to bring up the fact that when you are building this foundation, I always say to people like, you can't just go into tracking and expect it to work. Well, you never can, but especially if you come in with a really chaotic diet. So when you're getting very emotional and obsessive about your progress, we need to shift your focus on not the result, which is the progress, your body, how it looks, the weigh-ins. We need to focus on the behavioral-based habits that have to change in your diet and in how you execute your daily routine, because that's what's going to get you the results in the first place. So maybe it's taking a step back from the scale and it's focusing on how you feel. Maybe it's viewing progress for a short period of time as your ability to execute habit-based behavior changes to your plan. And I'll explain what that means versus the success of what a weigh in or what your body looks like. So that means instead of focusing on your weigh in as the result and your weight as the result, you're actually focusing on, Hey, every day this week, I'm going to have a consistency calendar and I'm going to look at what days do I think I did a good job and define what doing a good job means. So often when people come to me saying I'm eating healthy, I'm not losing weight. I'm doing, you know, what I think is everything right. They can't define what healthy eating is. And this is a perfect segue into another topic that is so important when it comes to fostering a good relationship with food, but it's actually understanding what healthy and healthy for weight loss and fat loss actually is. So often women I work with that think one food is bad, one food is good. They will tell me when I dig a little deeper, and this is a really good exercise, ladies. Let's use carbs as an example. They will say carbs are bad. And I'm like, okay, what carbs are you talking about? And they will go through this activity, which is so powerful, especially in a coaching environment. And they'll tell me, okay, these are the carbs that I think are bad. I'm like, okay, you know, what about these carbs are bad when we look at them nutritionally? We could pull up nutrition facts for each of these carbs, learn more about each of them, Right. Sometimes people will put potatoes and chips and bread, but then, you know, sometimes they'll have them even write out a good list, a healthy carb list. And it's interesting because bread will be on both lists, but one is like the processed bread. Another is another type of bread product, maybe, you know, whole wheat wraps that have like added fiber in them, right? We really unpack what their definitions of bad versus healthy are. And it's really amazing to see because so often when women get so obsessive and hyper focused about food, they actually... Either two things happen. One, they know so much about nutrition where they're needing to unpack that fun foods aren't actually inherently fattening. They don't just create a roll of fat on your stomach. And for them, incorporating them more consistently actually allows them to hit their calories and really understand that they can fit in. For other women, their perception of what is healthy or not, they have more of an emotional response to the word healthy versus unhealthy. And what I mean by that is a lot of my clients, honestly, when they struggle with this, they don't really understand what healthy is. And so we have to kind of define what healthy means. Now, of course, there's some foods that are more nourishing, there are some foods that are more fun. But so often women miss the mark on the fact that even when you're comparing nutrition facts labels, you know, some foods might have protein in it, but then other foods aren't going to have it. So just because this doesn't have protein doesn't make it bad. You know, Carbs, for instance, or fats aren't supposed to be inherently really packed with protein. Like each food has different properties, but it's understanding the balance of it all on the diet. And so that's why the hot and healthy method is so powerful, guys, because it's all about education and learning what's in your food because even the less nourishing foods they can fit in. And of course we want more of the nourishing foods and more of specifically not even nourishing food. It's the nutrients we need more of in our diet. But when women only focus on really micro parts of their diet, like they're just obsessing over protein, they're just obsessing over fiber, they're just obsessing over, you know, having a certain amount of veggies, like they can sometimes miss the bigger picture on, okay, We have all of this calorie budget to to utilize and spend, quote unquote, on food. But we need to find a way of eating that is going to hit all these different buckets without overcomplicating it. And I think so often when people have a fucked up relationship with food is they're overthinking it. They're overcomplicating it. They're taking in so much information about nutrition and they're not just even like taking a step back into like what is healthy and balanced. And it's tough because if you have a day of eating or one meal, for instance, that doesn't have veggies, that might be a little lower in protein. I used to have clients and even till this day, sometimes have women that say, Hey, Lauren, like, look at this one meal, like, give me some feedback on it. And what's really tough is I try to educate them and show them how you can do that one meal, but if the rest of your week looks a certain way, that one meal is really not defining things. But the tough part is if every meal you're not getting in color, you're not getting in fiber, you're not getting in lean proteins, you're not having carbs that are going to nourish you and keep you fuller for longer and that don't have a lot of added calories and additives in them. Like These things over time impact our weight. They over time impact our metabolism. They over time impact our hunger and fullness. And so much of having a shitty relationship with food comes down to mindset. You are obsessing over one meal, one food choice, one nutrient, one specific thing. And you're letting that make you feel like a total ass. You feel so fucking bad if you do one thing off plan. When in reality, one food, one day, even one week doesn't define your weight. But it's because when you do that over and over again, that's when you can get into quote unquote trouble with your weight or you know the, the quality of your diet. But if we can unpack and get more in the gray area. It's not black and white. Nutrition is not black and white. These topics are fucking nuanced, guys. I'm sorry. I'm swearing a lot, Mama Smith. aka my my mom. That's my main name, guys. Should hear this. But one day does not make or break this for you. And so, if we can work through what actually matters from a science-based perspective, and also adjust our mindset and understand what actually matters for weight loss, and understanding that we don't have to be perfect for the goals and the body and the confidence and the healthy way of living that we desire, we're not only going to feel better, but we're going to get better results because you don't have to be perfect. And so all or nothing when trying to lose weight. And if you struggle with this, ladies, you definitely need to go to the show notes, click the three steps losing weight when nothing has ever worked before. Because inside this webinar, I'm not only going to explain why you haven't been successful at losing weight, even though you're so motivated, so excited, but I'm going to break down the science behind losing body weight, losing body fat while keeping muscle and unpacking how your metabolism actually works to really show you that you're not broken. Your metabolism isn't broken. Maybe your mindset is a little bit, but we'll address that ladies. You just don't understand it. And by laying out this simple roadmap for weight loss, I know it's gonna accelerate your progress. So don't forget ladies, click the show notes below. Be sure to sign up for the webinar and I will see you guys next time.